0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Bodega, 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 Alpha and Omega. Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. wing about a serving platter. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Uh, did, uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Lay, 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 detector test. Bundle your home and auto auto with Progressive today. The Marmot Mangled by Mushu Pork Pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show with 670 The Score's Jay Zawoski and NBC Chicago's James Naveau. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me tonight for this uh, Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post-game show. This was a fantastic idea when Jay and I started doing it earlier this season. And frankly, it's becoming less and less of a good idea as we go along, just because it has been one tough loss after another for the Chicago Blackhawks team. And we had another one tonight as they fall 6-1 to one to the lowly Arizona Coyotes. Before we get too deep into this podcast, I wanted to give a quick shout out again to our sponsors, Triple Threat Sports. Chris can get you the hookup on all sorts of awesome gear, especially if you want to get a Blackhawks jersey from yesteryear when they actually weren't driving us all crazy on a nightly basis. Definitely go check them out. Go check out our pals at Mariska's, serving up the best poor boys in the area and serving up plenty of beer to help kind of soothe the wounds uh, left by these kinds of games. Same thing over at Chuck's. They have tons of good beer and more importantly, just have some of the absolute best food that you can possibly imagine. Definitely go check them out as well. And our pals at Sea Giant, if you want to buy tickets to the Blackhawks, I bet you can probably get them a little bit cheaper than you could have at the beginning of this season, so I would definitely encourage you to check them out as well. Okay, now that I've gotten the formalities out of the way, and now that I've kind of gotten the happiness out a little bit, we're going to go ahead and start with the one, the one good thing that we saw tonight from the Chicago Blackhawks, and that would be none other than... Then everyone's favorite number 12, Alex DeBrincat. Personally, my favorite guy to wear number 12 in the city of Chicago since Alfonso Soriano was hopping and catching fly balls with the Chicago Cubs back in the day. I will say, 20th goal of the season for DeBrincat tonight. Had seven shots on goal throughout absolute monster I have loved the way that he's been playing lately been absolutely fantastic for the Blackhawks a bright spot in an otherwise darkened kind of landscape here as the team has dropped six games in a row and basically has played themselves out of any meaningful playoff contention but at the very least Alex DeBrenkid has kind of given us something positive to watch during these games, and frankly, was pretty much the only bright spot for the Blackhawks tonight as they fell in embarrassing fashion to the Coyotes. Now, I made a list of the good things that we saw in the game, i.e., the bread kit and the bad things. And the first thing on the list is everything else. Now, I assure you, I will go into more detail than just saying everything else. I know it would have been very easy to. Do about a two and a half minute long podcast tonight, and just to go ahead and call it a night. But I'm not going to do that to you guys. You guys give us your time, you give us your ears, you give us the clicks on our stuff, and the money and our Patreon. You pay for better analysis than everything else. So we are going to start with the thing that literally made me lose my mind and literally made me think about not watching this game at all tonight. That was the decision by Joel Quenville during morning skate to play Alex Dobrynkit with Lance Boma and Tommy Wingles. Now, there are a variety of ways that I saw it expressed today, but I think mine pretty much summed up my feelings, which was that Joel Quenville basically looked at Alex Dabrinkit, a guy who, for all intents and purposes, has been your most electric player, your biggest playmaker in recent weeks, and decided that he just didn't want that to happen anymore, and he absolutely kneecapped him before this game started. It was a really questionable decision at best, and at worst, it was the just one of the worst decisions that Joel Quenville has made all year long. And he defended it thusly. I think all the lines get, get some balance. That ability to score. That ability to check. Could be a number of people there. But I thought those two guys with Cat played well the last couple of games. Gave us some real energy and some purpose. Now, I just kind of cavalierly tossed my phone aside after I read that. And I rolled my eyes at least three or four times as I was reading it. Let's just get to brass tacks here, guys. I know that Alex DeBrinkit had a goal tonight, and I know that he looked really good, and it really doesn't seem to matter, at least at this moment, who he's playing with. But do not forget for a second what caused Alex Dabrinkit to really kind of start moving forward and to kind of get that confidence back. Do not forget that what it was was him playing with more talented line mates than what Joel Quenville had been saddling him with earlier in the season. Do not forget that for a second, that that is what led to the confidence and the surge in DeBrinkett's game to have him go out there with Lance Boma and Tommy Wingles, who are fine guys who are fine fourth line guys, just reeks of desperation on the part of Joel Quenville and At this point in the season, we're going to get into this a lot more tomorrow. I'm not going to go big picture very much in this podcast tonight. I'm saving a lot of stuff for tomorrow night when Jay and I do a podcast after the Blackhawks play the awesome Golden Knights of Las Vegas. Big picture, those guys are not part of the future here. Big picture, Alex Dobrynkin is, and you need him out there playing with the guys that give him the biggest chance of having success on a night in night out basis and it just it strikes me as crazy that Joel Quinville has basically decided that he just wants to kneecap the guy for no reason at all it's just mind-boggling speaking of mind-boggling the number six was very popular in Arizona tonight As the Blackhawks gave up six goals and then had a completely woeful power play where they went one for six in the game tonight. Don't know about you guys. I personally think they need to fire Mike Kitchen again. That clearly will turn everything around on the power play. Just bring that guy back in here and make a big show of firing him again. I think that is absolutely the solution. By the way, if you guys can't tell from the uh, tone of my voice, that is sarcasm. They should not fire my Kitchen again. It was the right move. Clearly wasn't the right move to get this thing going in the right direction. And frankly, I don't know what they can do at this point. I I, I just, I feel like it's just a lost cause. Like, they're just, they're going to suck on the power play the rest of the year. And we're just all frankly going to have to get used to it. Sucks. Um, Speaking of sucks, Anton Forsberg. Okay, that was mean. He's been very solid at times this season. Has not been a bad backup. Just hasn't quite been like the, you know, anti Ranta or Scott Darling quality of backup that we're kind of used to seeing here in Chicago. But that goal that he gave up to Alex Goligoski tonight, good freaking god I want him to watch that goal as many times as it takes for him to beg Joel Quenville for mercy to never show him that again because that was just so bad that's one of the worst goals I've seen him give up all season long and he absolutely positively cannot give that goal up again Although, I will say, Duncan Keith would love to hear the word goal associated with his name, and yet, he has now gone 66 games without a goal, with 160 shots on goal in that time span. That is insane. I saw a stat the other night that he was, I think there were 650 some odd players in the NHL. That have scored goals this season, and Duncan Keith is not one of them. Oh, man. There really just aren't even words to describe at this point what's going on with Duncan Keith. It's almost like comically sad. It's kind of like the Fargo of hockey statistics that he, it's like so like awful that you just can't keep, you can't quit looking at it. And then you just kind of laugh because what else can you do? So, ugh, so bad, dude. The Vegas Golden Knights are next on the schedule, and the Blackhawks are going to have a really tough stretch coming up here. They've got the Anaheim Ducks after that. They've got the Washington Capitals. They've got the LA Kings. There is a rough stretch of schedule coming up, man, and things are not getting any easier for a team that has lost six games in a row. Final thought that I'm going to leave you guys with tonight on this Blackhawks game. <sighs> They just got pantsed for six goals by a team that still dresses Zach freaking Ronaldo. Zach Ronaldo. Now, I have not gotten really worked up and angry about many of the Hawks' losses lately because, frankly, why should we? They're not a playoff team. I mean, we've all basically, I hope, come to that realization by this point. All this is about now is the future. But that effort against that Coyotes team tonight, Joel Quindle has every right to go in and turn the dressing room blue by just screaming his lungs out at the team just based on just a pitiful defensive effort. Like, I'm watching highlights of the game right now thanks to uh, NBC Sports Chicago's In the Loop show, and it is just ungodly watching this team flail away at the puck, fail to clear rebounds, fail to be in any sort of good position. And then you watch guys like Jeff Glass who just kind of let goals squeeze in between his pads and they're not going into corners and winning back. Nothing went right for the Blackhawks tonight. And it was an embarrassing loss and they should absolutely be embarrassed by it. It was a pitiful effort. That kind of effort is going to get them run out of the building if they try to pull that off again against Vegas tomorrow night. And gotta hope for the sake of all of our sanities that in the remaining, I think it's 26 games, that they start to figure some stuff out because this is just quickly becoming. If it's not, if it's not becoming unwatchable, it strictly is unwatchable. It's just, it's not fun right now, and. I appreciate all of you guys continuing to stick with us and listen to these podcasts, even though it's basically just become a nightly exercise in the Blackhawks suck. Here's why they suck. What's the future hold? Yada, yada. It's so, it's hard to continue down the path that we're on right now. And I thank you guys so much for sticking with us through all of this junk, man. It is so, so rough. Wanted to give one more quick shout-out here on the podcast tonight. Kind of let things end on a happier note. And that happier note is that the U.S. women's hockey team is playing against Russia. Sorry, the Olympic athletes from Russia. Can't dignify them by giving them their actual, you know, country of residence there. So they're playing OAR. Probably before you end up listening to this podcast, they're scheduled to play at about 6 o'clock this morning. Be doing a little bit of coverage on that on NBC Chicago. Got to give the shout-out to Kendall Coyne, Palos Heights native, born in Oak She's going to go out there. She had a w- the game-winning goal against Finland the other night. Hopefully she can keep that up, and hopefully Team USA can get another win because guess who's looming next on their schedule? That's right, Canada going to be a good time at the Olympics. Hope you guys are enjoying our coverage of that on NBC. I will talk to you all tomorrow night when Jay and I do a full-fledged, full-throated mad Out Chicago Hockey Podcast. Until then, love you guys. Thank you very much for listening. You have a great night. If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS health hub.